episode number 42 of the SLR SidePod. Uh, today's topic is going to be about Formula 1 in uh, this season. We're going to do a little short race review on uh, the Portuguese Grand Prix on the weekend. And then um, we're going to get on to how we feel every team's doing compared to their testing uh, time, well, times, how they, how we thought they'd do after testing and how they actually are doing now. And then we'll go on to our thoughts on the sprint qualifying. And uh, when I say R, I'm joined with SLR Southerner again, if you want to say hi. How are you, mate? I'm not bad, mate. I'm not bad. It's a pleasure to be on this again, uh, especially, um, well, a bit low numbers this week. But nevertheless, I'm sure we'll still have a... Uh, a great, great hour on here. Lovely chin wag. I mean, it's great just us two. We have a nice, nice conversation. Not have, not, no, I don't have to try and include everyone. No, I can just say what I want, and you can say what you want. Cool. <laughs> but let's start off. So, yeah, to, obviously to an extent. <laughs> but, uh, I hope there's a safety car in the in the realistic race. But anyway. Um, yeah, did you watch the Grand Prix this weekend? Of course I did. Of course. How did, how did you find it? Um, I mean, it wasn't as entertaining as I'd like an F1 race to be. It was certainly a bit more entertaining, I think, in the um, second half of the race. But whether that's because, obviously, uh, Fernando Alonso was doing bits, um, <laughs> might, might be a bit biased. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But, um... No, I mean, it's 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 a good it's a good track to see cars drive around, and I'm sure to to race around, unless your name's Max Verstappen. Um, but there wasn't many. Well, there wasn't loads of overtakes. No, and I think before the race they bigged it up. There is last season. There was the race with the most overtakes, but you got to remember that the first few laps were were raining, and no one could get the tires lit working. Mm-hmm. It's so I think like everyone before the race was going, oh my God, it's going to be exactly the same as last year. Me, like unbelievable. But even last year, I think back and after the first few laps, it wasn't really that great a race because the same thing happened with this year with Lewis getting past Bottas and um, kind of running away with it. But it's still, even that, it doesn't take away from how good a drive it was from him. And I think oh, the realistic race has just ended after two laps. It's the safety oh. car came out, and then and then half the field apparently finished the race. So they've had, I think, they're resetting the lobby. But anyway, <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, what a great game. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, completely lost my train of thought. But yeah, I did actually quite enjoy it. To be honest, it, it like I kind of like those races where someone's coming through from the back who especially Alonso and the Alpine because Alpine haven't been up there and suddenly they found something in Portimao which really worked for them I guess assuming you agree with that oh oh yeah they um <clears throat> I saw something going into the weekend where uh Alonso was confident that um I have they'll shift a few attempts from what they uh, showed uh in Bahrain and uh Imola and uh, it showed straight away, really, from like practice one and two. I think practice two, it was uh, P P three, P four, and then in practice three, it was P five, P six, which was incredibly encouraging. And then the great mystery over to what happened to Alonso in qualifying, starting seventh, thirteenth. But again, Ocon showing that the pace was there in the Alpine, and both of them showed 
that the pace was there in the race. Um, even though Alonso finished behind, uh, I think it was it was mentioned on commentary that the his, his pace as good as the the top guys as Lewis Hamilton and Verstappen. And uh, as we saw, especially at the start of the Portimao Grand Prix, uh, it was just Bottas, Hamilton, and Verstappen ran away with it in a race on their own, which. I mean, I can imagine for the three must have been incredibly intense because any mistake from either of the three, and they lose a place as Hamilton showed actually on safety car restart. Yeah, and even and Verstappen showed as well when he, I think when Hamilton got past him, he made a massive big mistake in start coming into the last corner, and Hamilton just pounced on it straight away. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like with Alonso in quality, he kind of he, he kind of just bottled it, but we're just going to leave it at that because I know you're an Alonso fanboy. You can't, you can't, you can't leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> no, but he, I swear he said, um, what did he say about it? He just said, uh, he was, he, um, put, well, I, he said he was angry about it, didn't he? All about that. I mean, he, he's angry. He was angry because he's always like, been known as a driver who can get the best out of the cars. And of course, he's that's twice on the bounce now in qualifying. He's been outpaced. And Ocon, I mean, got a lot out of the car and Alonso was like six, eight temps off, which for any what any teammate being like being that far off their teammate isn't great. And for it being a Fernando Alonso it, it, of course it's it hurt him. But again, even though he finished behind him just in the race, um considering the gap at one point was like eight seconds, he reduced to one point one, I think uh, it'll certainly be a bit more confident. They still don't know what the problem was in qualifying, but uh, hopefully as a Fernando fan favourite it doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you rate Ocon as a driver? I don't think I've ever. Um, asked you... um, so, so when he first joined the one, um, there, there was there was an awful lot of problems where it was in a manner and his first few seasons, his two seasons in what was Force India. Um, he he wasn't too far off Perez, and if anything, I think in the first season, especially, he was probably better. He had a fantastic, uh, fantastic point scoring run. Where I think I think he didn't, the first race he didn't finish was in Brazil when he got two punches with a collision with Grosjean. Um, but I think I don't think he's been the same driver since um, that year out. I think I've been very critical of Mercedes and how they do their like their their driver program and like Pascal Verline and uh, Ocon. Oh God! Are the names are the names that? Sorry. Same the way they treated Verlon was yeah. awful. Yeah, I think, I think that year out for Ocon slowed down that momentum he had. I mean, towards the end of last season, I mean, he got a podium, so he managed to find something, and he's had a an encouraging start to this. Season, so hopefully, it continues. Um, but yeah, he's 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 not he's not at the level yet uh, where he was before he lost his seat. Um, so I think, I think there is talent in Ocon. Um. But I think he needs to find find, find the level he was at before he lost the seat, and then hopefully, hopefully he gets better. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think when he was with Perez at Force India, every single race he was pretty much gave gave him a run for his money, and he I think he out qualified mm. him massively in twenty eighteen as well. I think it was like yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it's around fifteen to five or or something like that. Just because I don't think Perez had the best qualifying, but he definitely, definitely had it in the race. That's why I think that's why I think Ocon needs to improve, and it it did show around Portugal. I mean, 
you're probably on the wrong strat as well. But um, yeah, Alonso mm. being 1.1 seconds behind him at the flag was, I mean, extremely impressive for Alonso. But and, and I guess for the Alpine as well. I mean, they look terrible in Bahrain, and then they they pulled off two point scoring finishes in a row. So that's that's good for them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I think both. I think both. I think, I think but, both strategies for both drivers. I think. Um, Portugal. <coughs> the, me- the media. Well, what I want to talk about with Portugal, especially, is the tires, because also we saw Lance Stroll do about forty laps on the softs. Do you think? Do you think Pirelli went wrong with their t- tire choice? Yeah, you shouldn't be doing forty laps on a soft tire because. Uh, because uh, I mean. Well, I mean, it's it means if if the softs can do forty laps, then how many? It means that you can probably do a full race on the mediums and the hard. You'd probably be going on for three days, it's going on for a full weekend. Um, I I I, I can only imagine that the Pirelli uh, Pirelli um team were surprised by what Stroll done. Uh, that that's what I'm hoping their reaction is because again, that shouldn't happen. Uh. But having said that, even though Stroll got on 40 laps on the softs, his pace wasn't amazing. Uh, I know he yeah, he, finished, he, he finished higher than he qualified. It was all good with 40 laps on the softs, but it didn't do his race any favours. So uh, even though, yeah, he went that far on the softs, I don't think any other team would have looked at that and gone, oh, we should have done it as well, because if Hamilton would have done that, or any, like, anyone in the podium or top four would have done that, then... Uh, it's probably uh, wouldn't have uh, finished in that same order, uh, but yeah, you, sh- you shouldn't even be attempted to be honest. So yeah, pretty I think need to mm-hmm. go to the, the drawing board and make them a bit more, a bit more, a bit more deg in those tyres. At least at least make races two two, two pit stops. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's, it just gets a bit boring with oh, it's yeah. one one stop easy, easy one stop. It's terrible. Um, another thing I want to ask you about. Obviously, I, I agree with everything you said on the Pirelli tyres. They should really try and get a two-stop race, not mandatory, because some because if someone can do a one-stop the whole race and <coughs> someone on a two-stop would be great. But um, something which has been quite a key point throughout this whole season, I guess, is track limits. And I mean, I mean, it showed in Portugal with Verstappen losing a pole lap in Q3, and it showed in. Bahrain for this happened when he lost the lead and also obviously um oh my god and Imola as well can can even remember from yeah. Lando Norris um what was I gonna say uh what was I gonna ask about this question I can't I can't remember what I was gonna say uh, about it no, I mean, uh, do, 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 do you think I was gonna say do you think do you think the FAA are being too strict or do you think do you think the white line should be the track limits, and that's uh, all the drivers should obey it. Um, I think uh, with, uh, funnily enough, with the younger set of drivers like Verstappen and Norris, we're seeing them use a lot more the outside of the track than you should be. Ironically, like you get get some gamers play on Formula One 2020. Um, I don't think it looks attractive when you have. Drivers literally driving on the red and white curb, or, or literally just having one wheel inside the white line to count as that racing, because it, it, it should be all it should be 
all the wheels should be on the tarmac because that's the racetrack. There should be, if there was, out on the other of the white lines, there was barriers, then you'll get 30 retirements every single lap. Um, I do think they need to be strict about it, but I think they need to be, they need to put their foot down the FIA and be ultra strict and not just like, because there seems to be a bit of inconsistency. I mean, in Bahrain, I, mean, I, I thought that was a bit. I'm, I'm anti Hamilton. I'm not gonna lie, but I thought it was a bit of a joke where Verstappen did it once or twice, and he got to give the place back to Hamilton. But Hamilton did it 30 times, which if you, we've got to think about, if it was like half attempt per lap he gained from doing that, then that's about. You know, I've, I've, I've put myself in a hole now. I'm not good at my math. But let's well, Hamilton only won half attempt or 30 laps. I'm gonna hope and say it's more than a second. I'm gonna say it's about. I'm going to say it's about 1.5 seconds. I think that's yeah. right. Um, I'd say so too, yeah. If you were to get that advantage from just doing that 30 times, that that alone would have been that race ahead of Verstappen. Um, uh, so yeah, they need, they need to be a bit more strict on it because the message didn't get across properly in terms of track limits that poured him out because Verstappen found out on the interview. Um, <laughs> That he lost fastest lap because of turn fourteen, and he was completely oblivious to uh, track of seed and concerns at, at that point. So I think for the future they just need to really put their foot down and be like, right, just don't really do this. It doesn't matter what corner it is, just keep it to the track. That's that's the only way you need. That's the only way. <laughs> um, it's it's gonna avoid this confusion. You just need to just you just need to make it. Just need to make it clear as possible and just be consistent with it. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. It's just too many silly things being like Bahrain was just awful. Like the the Hamilton thing and and the Verstappen, and obviously it was like oh, but Verstappen overtook someone doing it. But like you said, Hamilton gain, gaining half a tenth a lap doing it. It's just, it's just just not not good for the sport. Not good for the highest level. <coughs> Uh, single seater is it in the world so um hopefully things change from from now on obviously we'll come to tracks where track limits will be a wall and uh so they can't they can't do it like monaco for example so hopefully uh that will sort out some of the problems we've been having <laughs> um i want to talk about mercedes now um how do you think they'll feel about the start of the season. I, personally, I think they'll be absolutely ecstatic with how things are going. Yeah, I, I reckon that as well. Um, me, their, their driver, one of their drivers is leading the World Championship, they're leading the constructors. I mean, you couldn't ask for more. Um, Bottas, uh, I mean, Sam, Sam, Sam Rito wasn't great for him, even prior to the crash. Weather doesn't seem to be his, his piece of care. Um, he he did show signs of that pace he's shown in recent years in Portimao, but again, just pipped by Verstappen and Hamilton who are on another planet. Uh, uh, I can't remember what happened in Bahrain that feels so long ago. Um, I don't think they've got too much complaint. I don't think they've got too much complaint about. And I think if anything, they'd be more happy. It's been a bit controversial with saying, but I think they'd be more happy if. If Bottas doesn't do a good job this season, just because it would make it easier, I think, to put Russell in that seat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I completely agree that if Bottas does terrible, then they'll they'll put uh, Russell in. But I guess what you got to think about is Mercedes have had the same driver lineup for years. What four, four or five years, or however many since twenty seventeen, yeah. and they've won the championship every time. And my guess is they want to keep Hamilton, and Hamilton will want to keep Bottas as his teammate. Mm. So maybe that might swing them. And obviously Mercedes like Bottas and. He can out-qualify Hamilton on a good day like he did, and, but he'll never be Hamilton's level. But maybe, it, it'll be tricky ne- like next season. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Mercedes really do with Russell, whether he stays or goes to Mercedes. He, need, um, he, needs, he needs to get in that Mercedes. It's otherwise just going to be another driver that they're going to have potentially have a career of. And Russell has got an awful lot of talent, a lot more talent than Verlaine uh, and Ocon showed um, in like this part of their career. Um, and um, the, the longer Russell doesn't get in that fast, um, fast, that, that my momentum's going to get knocked off. And I saw a post on uh, Twitter uh, a few days ago, which which was incredibly a very good point, which was um, in about just just doing a race at Mercedes, um, he'll learn a lot more in that one race at Mercedes than ten at Williams, which is one billion percent correct. Because when you're in the Williams, you're you're limited to right at the back. You're only racing about four cars and be lucky if you finish ahead of the three. But he was at Bahrain. He learned so much about himself, I guess, as a, a racer, his racecraft, how brave he is on the brakes. Uh, he, he, need, he needs that quick car. He, he, I mean, he should have had it this season, in my opinion. I think three seasons in the Williams. That, that is, I mean, that's worse than most jail sentences you get. Um, so he, he need he needs to get in that quick car. If it's not if it's not a Mercedes, then just chuck him in. <laughs> well, I don't know what. Oh, going on at Monaco. Oh my god. Um, I think something happened with the lobby again, and it oh looks my god. Like, I don't think, and oh I don't think they put damage on because I'm seeing a lot of drivers just drive into walls and not get any damage. So <laughs> it's, like, it seems like a bit of carnage. Um. <laughs> But, but yeah, so yeah. <laughs> what, what what I'm trying to say is yeah, Russell just needs Russell needs to get that get that quick seat that Mercedes seat ASAP. Got to be this. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, do do you think if uh, Mercedes don't put uh, Russell in that seat uh, next season, do you think he'll look somewhere else? Russell, Russell somewhere else. Um, yeah, do you think he'll look to go to a different, like maybe, say to Red Bull? Oh, you've seen what I can do, and maybe if you could put me in Alpha Tower with a promise to put me in Red Bull or something like that. It's it's a tough one because I think him in that Mercedes, it's carrot dangling, and that carrot is very tasty because that that sorry, McLaren, that Mercedes is very tasty. I mean, that it's yeah, won yeah. the seven the seven last championships. I mean. If you're, if you get the Mercedes and you've got the talent of Russell, in which my opinion, in, in my opinion, is very talented. If, even if you're in a car that's about a tenth or two off the fastest car in the championship, you could win the championship in that Mercedes. And, and oh, just, I, I think the the hope of Jordan Mercedes is gonna is gonna take over, and he's gonna he's gonna stick out and try and try and be patient, but. It's it's easy for me to say when I'm just sitting here watching God knows on stream. Being a fan. 
But with, you know, your your George Russell, there could be there could be an awful lot going on. He he might we know be in talks with Aston Martin. We don't know. But uh, I think I think that 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 Mercedes cars could be too tempted to. Possibility of being in that Mercedes car is going to be to walk away from, and I think he's going to try and unfortunately be patient and stick it out. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the team he's currently at, Williams, let's talk about them for a minute. Um, obviously, a horrible Portuguese Grand Prix. Uh, I think George said that's the worst experience he's had in a car since 2019, which is not good. Um, yeah, how do you think they'll do for the rest of the season? Obviously, Imola was a great Grand Prix for them, but have both crashed out. I think they definitely have potential to score some points this season. Uh, maybe a tr- no. I think they might need a bit, little bit of luck, but if if George can get a good qualifying, say, around Monaco, it might be a lot more simpler. But w- yeah, w- what do you I, think about that? Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's going to be... It's going to be... It's not going to be on merit. They're going to get a point this season. Let's be realistic. I think it's going to be, like you said, a bit of luck. Um... Fortunately for Williams, I think they're not the slowest car now. I think that the ha- I think the has is more or less the same speed as the Williams. But I think because of the drivers they have in, who are brand new, they look like the slowest car. So uh, mm-hmm. I think I think oh, they get a point this season. I think I think I think they will need quite a quite a chaotic race. Um, with a lot of retirements, because like, like I said, it's not going to be on merit. I, I really hope it. Do, I really hope it does happen. Um, for Williams, looked took a massive step forward up until the race at Portimao, and then they had a shocker. So hopefully that was just a, a one-off, and we might see something different at uh, the Spanish Grand Prix. I think in pre-season they look quite encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I I agree with you. They're definitely not the worst car anymore, and it it might simply be because like you're two rookies in the seat. But I think Mick, Mick Schumacher's doing a great job already. We're not going to yes. speak of uh, yes. the other driver, but I honestly think Mick Schumacher's doing great already. I mean, overtaking Latifi was and keeping up with him in 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 Portimao was was great. So, um, but yeah, I think Williams just need to just. I would be surprised if they didn't get a point. Just because in him, I mean P eleven in qualifying around Portimao was was great, and obviously we had Stroll out in Q one and Daniel Ricciardo out in Q one as well. So there was a lot of anomalies going uh, the way of Williams, but um, I still think they could grab a one off result. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Obviously, why <laughs> um, uh, why don't we move on to? The American team, Hass uh, Hass F one. <laughs> uh, obviously, a pretty 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 terrible start to the season. I would say. I I, I think they admitted before, and like, and I remember when we did our predictions before on the the standings in F one, and I put uh, Schumacher behind Mazepin. Um, God, <clears throat> how wrong that! How how wrong could I be? Because I thought Schumacher would start badly. <laughs> um, but yeah, what 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 are you thinking towards towards Hass right now? I think yeah, what, why don't you take us through what you think? I think they I think they always were going to rise off this season. Um, I think they were never I think they're never going to admit it. I think that is the case when you read in between the lines. Um, you got rid of 
two very experienced drivers in Grosjean and Magnussen, even though, well, Magnussen actually, I think, was incredibly underrated. Um, Grosjean was, towards the end of his career, washed, which is a bit ironic because he didn't finish washed. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, you've You've got the man's been in Schumacher. Schumacher didn't dominate Formula Two. Um, he's every championship he's been in, he's been a slow burner. So he was always, he was always going to start slow in Formula One. But having said that, he is actually quite impressed me as well. Um, Mazepin, where the hell do you start? Um, he's another example of a pay driver who, unfortunately, is going to be here for the long run. So we've just got to get used to it. But he's he's a bloody danger to other drivers on the track. Um, I, 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 stuff outside the track as well. I actually don't want to see him on the grid. Um, but he's yeah, he's seriously got to, he's seriously got to sort himself out with a good look in the mirror because he's about him always spinning. I'm worried about him getting someone else in an accident. Um, it almost happened. Almost happened in Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, has this season was always going to be right. So I think they're already looking into next year because that's 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 where all this money going to. Because let's let be real, but but they both drivers in. Schumacher, it's it. They, everyone kind of looks past because obviously Formula Two champion, champion, the name of Schumacher brings in a sponsorship, of course. And everyone just looks at Mazepin. I think, I think this season is just going to be a massive learning curve for both drivers, uh, and then next season will be if. Mm-hmm. I'd hope so because when Haas were well doing well in 2018, it was nice to see them up there, and they weren't. Hmm. I mean, they were out qualifying every team apart from the top three back then, so they definitely have what it takes to get out there. They just haven't had the car, right car design for the past three seasons, so. Um, We'll have to wait and see what uh, what they can do. Um, I think one of my biggest surprises of the year is the pace of the uh, Alfa Romeo car. Do you, do you, do you agree with that? Um, you, I, sorry, I didn't finish what I was... Because obviously they were quite weak last year. I wouldn't say they were up there. And obviously they've got a new front nose. And it's, I, think, I think it's really benefited them. I think they're some, some on paper they could be even quicker than Aston Martin. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> they have, they have got, yeah, 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 I've got, no, yeah, yeah, they, they have, um, they have improved compared to last season, I mean, last season was awful, um, but, but, is it because of the engine? Because the, I mean, it's no, it's no bloody, it's no secret that last season, that Ferrari engine was, was, was awful, uh, coincidentally, since the FIA penalised them for what seems to be, they had an illegal um, The, I mean, it's still still not great now, but it seems to got a bit more horsepower, which does make a bit of a difference. Um, so hopefully it's a combination of that and like the aero work that's done to the car. Um, they, 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 they will get plenty of points this season. I hope. I hope we the defining season from Giovinazzi also because. Uh, Personally, I don't think he deserved the third, first season in a row at that seat. I thought he should have gone to, like, Islet. So, hopefully, Giovinazzi proves me wrong. Um, will Reichingham be there next season? 
Um, as as a, as a fan, I hope so. Uh, uh, but you you're getting a lot of talent emerging now in Formula Two, and uh, I mean it would be great some of them get in the car and uh, not not lose a year of racing after a successful Formula Two season, uh, like Callum Eilat. Yeah, God. Being a little bit of a Callum Eilat fanboy, which I am, because um, cause, uh, I, I wasn't until F2, and then it was a bit of an, not an underdog, but everyone everyone wanted Schumacher to win, and I was like, yeah, no, I want Eilat to win. But um, I was, di- I, like you said, I was disappointed to see Giovinazzi getting a third season, and I honestly thought Schumacher would go to Alfa Romeo, not Haas. Because mm. I think, was it, was it Nürburgring where... Schumacher was going to have a practice session in the Alpha and Arlo and the Haas. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it's very surprising that I guess they kind of done a switcheroo, haven't they? Because Callum got FP1 practices uh, on the weekend, didn't he? So this is it's interesting. I I think because obviously in 2019 with the with the really good Ferrari engine, they 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 were up there in some races. So it'd be interesting to see what they can do for the rest of the season and. Like you said, I think I think Giovinazzi needs to have a really defining season and beat and beat Kimi very uh, well. Be very assertive and beat Kimi most weekends, if not every weekend. Try and beat yeah. Kimi, and uh, so far it hasn't looked like he's done that. Obviously, Kimi had an awful Portuguese uh, start. I think did he say he was looking down at his steering wheel when he uh, went into the back of him? Yeah. A bit, of an, a bit of an odd reason, but I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often because it's like a. I remember one journalist saying it's like an, uh, a cockpit in an aeroplane. There's so many buttons to play with now. Uh, um, and just let's not forget they're going at the time of of him of uh, contact. He's probably doing about 180 miles per hour. So, I mean, it just and even the most experienced can uh, do the silliest of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think straight away he was like, oh, sorry, sorry. And yeah. Lord knows how that didn't puncture Giovinazzi's tyre. God, I, I, it's, it's quite crazy because he was a good impact and, it, and he obviously managed to go uh, half the race on that tyre. So, well, um... I think making it was also fortunate because you, you see accidents. I remember Mark Webber in 2010, he did something similar and he bloody did cartwheels. We did a backflip. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and sorry, carry on. Sorry. Say, yeah, I mean, like we didn't see that, especially where like a few hundred meters further down, you go downhill as well, where yeah, underneath the car, you're taking off like a board. Yeah, and I was, I was going to say, literally a hundred meters back was was going uphill. So if he hit him there, he yeah, he was doing a spectacular airplane crash. So um, thankfully, that did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why don't we go on to a rather disappointing start to the season for, for Aston Martin. Um, first three races, they just haven't seemed to have got the pace. And I think the team are just losing belief that they can get the pace back with this car. With I mean, I think they said they were going to try and get a court case against F1 about because it's benefited all the high rate teams. Is, is that is that right? I think I it's, think that's what Omar said now. Said like something similar. It's it's being salty. It's 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 just being salty. I think. I think the biggest difference to this season 
last season, apart from the caliper car, is Sergio Perez not being there. Uh, uh, it's, it's a fact that the two seasons it was Perez and Stroll. Perez was getting the bulk of the, the points. I mean, even Hulkenberg uh, in the the uh, the racing point was getting decent points um, and beating Hulkenberg, uh, beating Stroll. And it, I mean, with the German Grand Prix, he turned up qualified qualify like an hour before, started last and got seventh in the race. So that car was good. Uh, um, the car, I mean, Stroll having the start of the season, he kind of had all through last season in terms of, apart from Portsmouth, he had two points finishes. Not many points you can see in those races. Um, and of course you've got Sebastian Vettel, who on one hand you could say is just still the same driver as last season, but then on the other hand you can say driver who's still trying to adapt to um, to the car. But he's a four-time world champion, so I personally think that shouldn't be a problem, but maybe I'm too harsh. I don't know about you, Jay. Uh, I think it's a little... A little harsh, just because. Like when he when he moved from, I oh, see. I don't know because when he moved from Red Bull to Ferrari, he was straight on it, wasn't he? He won the second race. He was there. Um, I think it's harsh in a way that he's never driven a Mercedes car, a Mercedes engine, and and uh, personally, I think with these this type of car, he's never been comfortable. So um, I don't think he's going to be on the pace straight away. But I think in Portimao, we saw him come back onto it a lot more, especially, I mean, in Q2, his lap in Q2 was great, and, and I think he didn't even have to go out again, or something, or something. it just impre- impressed me with how much he improved in, in qualifying in Portimao, but I think he's still got a long way to go. Yeah. yeah. And um, I completely agree with the, it's losing Sergio Perez was a massive hit, and I, I still can't believe that they um, even let him go. I, I, I I obviously the four-time world champion is a massive pull, but how can you kick out someone who's been at your team for what seven, eight years and has been so key to your development? And and it's just, it's just unbelievable that they were like, hey, we're going to kick you out for this guy who's performing not very well, and your teammate who you've been outperforming for two seasons is going to stay. That's why I just obviously it makes sense why his teammate stayed because. His dad's the owner of the bloody team. Mm. <laughs> it's it's just any other team where your dad wasn't the owner. He strolls out, and it it would be Perez and Vettel, which would be unbelievably strong. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> were you, you hiccup it? No, no, no. no. I, was, I was just gonna add add on to what you said about it's it's, it's, it's all for they got in Perez. Let's not forget Perez actually kind of saved that team because he was the one who. Fought the case for administration save all those jobs and save the team to bring stroll in yeah yeah but uh, what 2018 wasn't it yeah god it's unbelievable i think he said that in his post uh, like his exit post yeah that he, he basically saved the team and which is true it's just he, he's not lying Ugh. it's just not great but I think the thing you have to say also with Aston Martin, they're also obviously I said they're complaining about the high rate, like high rate being more dominant than low rate. Look at Mercedes; they have obviously their cars based off them, and and Mercedes are still winning and still putting in great performances. So there's still obviously something they can find, but they just haven't found it yet. So we'll have to wait and see. I feel like they will they will improve throughout the season. 
and uh, I'm sure they'll be good around Spain because they were last season. So I'd be surprised if that's any change. Um, all right, what team's next? Alpha Tauri. I think yeah, it's 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 a, it's another team of. Um, I think they've got a very fast car, but it's all about unlocking it at some tracks. I think Imola was disappointing for them. I think they chose the completely wrong strategy with uh, Pierre, and I can't believe they he stayed out as well. Um, and then Portugal, they just didn't have the pace of McLaren or Ferrari or Alpine. Um, yeah, but I th I think they have a lot of time to find. Um, what, what, what are you thinking towards AlphaTauri this season? But they got Pascal. That's it, it was clear from pre-season. Um, well, you, you can look at Bahrain, where Gasly and his race was effectively over after lap two by um, not not knowing how close his front wing was to the rear of uh, one of the McLarens, and that was it for him. And Sonoda showed fantastic pace, finished the points despite finish starting sixteenth or fifteenth. Uh, of course, a comedy of errors from uh, team and driver Sonoda in San Marino. Spinning and crashing, it. qualifying, to stay out on the wet tires. Um, where whoever it was, it, it really wasn't great, and um, they, were, they were kind of off the radar in Portimao. Um, Gasly, did he, did he even get a point in the end? Did he get a point? Yeah, he he got tenth, so he, he got one point. Yeah. And Sonoda, I think his pace was gone from like lap five or eight or so around the area because you had two, uh, you had two traffic seeding warnings already or something like that. So we had to kind of yeah, be on edge. Yeah. Um, I think once that car has a decent round, it could be in Spain, then they're really like rock and roll for the season. It's just like you said, it's just unlocking it. There, there is a lot of pace in that car, it's just unlocking it. Completely agree. Yeah. I think on tracks which they visited many times over the years, I think they'll be right up there. I think uh, I think Portimao is an in incredibly hard track to get your car used to, and I think I'm not surprised that a lot of teams. Well, I'm not surprised. Let's say Max Verstappen hopes they never go there again because I don't think any of the drivers. I think the drivers found it fun, but I don't think they choose to go there over somewhere with loads of grip. That, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, drivers want it to be as much as you get drivers saying, uh, like, it's, it's, if one wants it, can be difficult. They want it to be as easy as possible in terms of gripping that. No one wants to consistently fight the steering wheel or, yeah, yeah. Stappen said there's no, there's no grip on the track, which obviously makes the difficulty a bit, a bit more extreme. So you get some drivers like that, but. I, I want to see drivers struggling more like that. So, um, mm -hmm. if it means steers on the calendar for that, then so be it. Um, yeah. I think it's an awesome track, but I can't yeah. see it staying on the, on the calendar. But um, we'll move uh, swiftly on. We obviously talk, talked a little bit about Alpine, so we'll, we'll keep it brief. I think I think they definitely, like we said earlier, they definitely found something in their setup, which is. Uh, improve the car massively and whether it stays at other tracks or not we'll we'll have to wait and see i guess we'll find out this weekend's pay think uh you'll definitely be watching that one with alonso right <laughs> oh oh god yeah i'll be i'll be looking into their times like actually a, a tick on the pit wall 
I mean, when it when it comes to when it comes to both drivers racing, I'm always looking at the interval scene. How's it increasing? Uh, where is it decreasing, etc. Um, but yeah, they it, it was a disappointing start because you, you see how how well Renault finished and how bad uh, LP started. It was kind of like how's this the same car? But they came out about their troubles in the winter, the winter. So it was always going to be a bit of a delay. Um, but it looks like they finally got the car they started with in uh, Portimao, and it was encouraging. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully there'll be something to cheer for later this season. <laughs> we won't say it because uh, we might jinx it. But hopefully, hopefully for your sake and hopefully for Riggsy's mm. sake, if he's uh, if he's watching. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, Ferrari. Definitely a massive improvement from last year. I think we saw that in testing as well. But um, I guess the first few races have really confirmed that uh, they're they're right on the pace. Well, right on the pace again because I wouldn't say that. I I, I mean com- much more competitive. Let's say that. Oh yeah. Yeah, they still they still got to go. I mean, we we can't forget how they they were really bad last season. Really bad. I think they finished sixth. I think so. Was it sixth? Yeah, it was sixth. Oh, Matt, is Matt, you there? I think Matt might have uh, his controller might have turned off. We'll have to wait and see. I'll probably carry on what he's saying. Um... He was going to say they were sixth. And that they were just a bit awful. And I think signs coming into the team has really improved on, uh, for Ferrari. I don't know. I don't know if you're back yet, Matt. Are you back? Nope. So we're just going to carry on. Um... Yeah, that's all. <laughs> battery, battery. So I'm still talking for I knew it was your batteries. Like... I knew it was your batteries. <laughs> I, was... I can suddenly oh, hear you. I can hear you face on my telly. It's like, what? Oh, God. Um, I was uh, um, you, you cut you cut out when you're like I think there was sixth in the championship so yes. Just, yes just keep it brief they I mean they definitely improved <laughs> they they've improved they've got a way to go but I think they're focused on next season mm-hmm. and I think Carlos Sainz was a great addition to the team as well absolutely yeah I, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah yeah um what's the car uh, McLaren I f- personally think they're the, easily the third best car. This season, and uh, I think when Daniel Rick got, when when Danny Rick gets used to it, I think they're going to be an absolute force. To I think teams are going to really struggle to beat them. Do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I think they're taking a step forward again, um, especially with their drivers as well. Lando personally as well, he's he's reached another level. He's taken uh, his outside Formula One life um, more seriously. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, he's a he's Oh, an amazing driver. When when he gets used to the car, like we saw him in the second oh, season at Red he's an absolute demon. So, so um, it'll learn a curve for him this season. I, th- I think they will get third place for McLaren and the constructors. Um, but with that Mercedes engine and with the strong team they've got now uh, working on their aero parts, I think they. I think we could see the McLaren of the the mid two thousands to the twenty twelve era. I think we could see that team back next season and uh, hopefully we see different Brits on the top step of the podium. Yeah. It'll be tough. You I, you kind of need the top two teams to 
something to happen. But like like I said, I think they're they're definitely a lot closer to the pace. And if something happens, say around Monaco, it, it could be a, an amazing result for them. And I, I definitely agree. I think we could see a different Brit on the top of the podium, which would be amazing to see. Um, let's move on to uh, yeah, well, the last two teams. Just we'll do them quickly because uh, then we can yep. get on to the sprint qualifying. Uh, I think at the start of the season, they were favourites, Red Bull Racing. Um, and I think they'll be disappointed with how uh, how the first three races have gone. More Not because of the pace. I think their pace has been there, but I think Verstappen will be very frustrated not to have three wins from three, to be honest. Um, it's a difficult one. I... I think they'd be happy. I think they'd be happy. They've always started, for God knows how how long. They've always started the season on the back foot, like really, really far behind. Um, and they seem to be near enough at the same pace where they finished last season, or like the same gap behind Mercedes. I still think that Mercedes is the quickest car. Um, I think the only reason Red Bull looks a bit better this season is because of Sergio Perez being a much more handier teammate, and he's only going to get better as well as he gets used to that car. Um. Uh, I've, I've, yeah, I, I, I think they will be happy. And I mean, like you said, that Verstappen would be, could be, should be disappointed that he hasn't won all, all three races. I mean, that alone shows how much, in my opinion, a good start Red Bull had to the season. That, that, that they're thinking like that. At four, it's been, uh, they would have done well if they got three podiums in the first three races. Um, but if they continue to develop the car and improve it rapidly towards the end of the season like we've seen from them in the past few seasons then they could end up being the fastest car at the uh, the end of the season and sod's law at the end of the or at the end of this era of formula one mercedes won't be the quickest and we're going to the next season where the rules change and it will be back to mercedes dominating that <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. I don't even <laughs> want to think about. That. Oh god, it's just going to happen, isn't it? The close, the closest hybrid season so far, and then we're going to ruin it by going to the new new era. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. It could be great, could be awful. But um, yeah, I completely agree with everything you said with Red Bull. I think they'll be extremely happy to be frustrated. Does that make like? That's exactly what you said. I think they'll be like. <laughs> absolutely um, enthralled to have won one race and be second in the other two and be right up there and still in the fight obviously already because in past seasons they've been out a bit by this point um and yeah obviously yeah i think red bull's probably a little bit faster than uh the mercedes i think portimao just suited the mercedes a lot more than uh than the red bull but we'll have to wait and see for spain and and the rest of the season um yeah, we'll quickly talk about Mercedes. I, th- I think, obviously, the fastest car. You, wait, sorry. Did I just say the fastest car? Because I literally just said they're not the fastest car. Uh, God. Uh, That's terrible. Um, Yeah, I think they'll be ecstatic with how everything's going. And I think they'll be absolutely relishing the competition uh, so far this season. I think they'll relish it for the for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, the... Uh... They're, they're, of course they're happy. They say that they're not happy that they're not getting one twos, but of course, of course they're happy. Again, they're they're, they're leading both. They can just win the drivers' championship. You're only going to get one driver win the drivers' championship, so that's all that matters. They have one driver win the championship, and they're both 
constructors, they can't really complain. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're happy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, how uh, how are you feeling about Spain? Do you think it'll be a, a snooze fest, or do you think it'll be uh, as good as we've had this season so far? Um, I think it's going to be a snooze fest. Unfortunately, I think there's been so many laps done around so that laps track um, that everyone more or less knows how they're going to play it. Uh, it's incredibly fast, even with all the corners. It's going to make it difficult to overtake. Uh, I think the only way it's going to be a bit entertaining is if it's rain, which it being in Spain, I don't think it's likely. But hope, uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it does get spiced up. Hopefully, we see. Uh, I think, I think Red Bull will be the uh, the team, maybe with the fastest package that uh, for for Spain. I think, it, I think it suits their track more. Uh, so hopefully, we we'll see that, and we see uh, Verstappen take the top step where it'd be well. Level terms and wins. Mm -hmm. I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see Perez on the podium as well. Personally, I think I think Red Bull will be quicker than Mercedes, and I think Bottas will struggle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get on to uh, onto the sprint. That, well, the new sprint race qualifying, which is going to be at three races this season. I think it's confirmed at Silverstone. Is that? right yeah yeah and then yep. i monza and spa or, or i can't remember the other two i i don't know if they announced the, the other two i don't know, I don't know. Um, um i'm not sure if i'm honest but yeah um i'll briefly go through what what it actually is so just in case you're listening and you you've only seen that they're going to be doing it and you don't know what the sprint qualifying actually is it's going to be um, so on Friday. You have an hour of pra uh, practice one, and then uh, you go straight into a full qualifying on the Friday afternoon. So what would be FP two would be qualifying uh, as we know it right now. And then uh, we go into the Saturday, and we have a sixty-minute warm-up session before the hundred-kilometer race in the afternoon, which would be about half an hour, as I think you said earlier. It will be about yeah. half an hour, and it. it and that race will set the grid for the race on Sunday. And uh, and what will happen, I think the top three will get a couple of points. But I think that's that's pretty much the gist of it. And I just want to ask you personally, what what, what are your opinions? I know what you said earlier, but I just I wanted to ask, um, yeah, what, what are your opinions on this new uh, format? Uh, um, an error or two before the side put up looks more into it, uh, read more about it, and actually don't like the idea. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping it would be something along the lines of, they do qualify in, and like the sprints, the sprint of the race would be like a reverse grid. So you might have someone, you might have an Italy situation where you have like, Gasly, Stroll, and signs at the front, but if anything, the way they've done it is they, they've, they've uh, made it more racing, um, and more points for the top three to take because again, it's only the top three who's going to take points. Um, if if then three clear up into the distance, you're really going to get drama from like around the mid pack, where it's really only who it's only going to affect. And it's it's the top guys you want to affect because you want to see different names in the podium, you want to see different winners. Um, if I mean the fact that they experience it at Silverstone would be great because 
uh, as long as the green light is 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 is, is given, I'll be there. So that'd be a nice bit of that'd be a nice nice bit of history. I'll be part of uh, or spectating on. Um, after reading up about Sydney, the top you get points, and it's just going to decide like the racing that will decide the the group position. Um, no, I think I think it's I think I think it's a waste. It's it's, it's just another race of um, showing the dominant car dominated and taking more points. I get, I get that um, it's just going to be the top, well, the top cars at the top again. But I, I personally think it'll be really, it'll be cool to see, obviously another race. And I, I've seen stuff online about oh, there's going to be another race, so it's going to take stuff out of, it's going to take away the special specialness of the Sunday race and, and sitting there at the start going, oh my god, what's going to happen? But. I personally feel like it's just going to be exactly the same on the Saturday. You're going to sit there and go, what's going to happen in these 10, 15 laps or whatever? And you never know. So Someone at the front might get taken out and then they'll be at the back for the Sunday race and it'll be quite a big struggle to get good points. You might see a McLaren on the podium more. You might see a Ferrari on the podium more in the Sunday race. I think, like you said, the Saturday race will probably be still the top three being at the front. It's, it's, it's just tough because I think of... I think of Formula Two, and I last season I probably enjoyed it more, well, just as much as uh, F One. I uh, I loved watching the two race the two races on the weekend, and I loved watching the closeness of the battles. Obviously, you can't compare Formula Two to Formula One because Formula Two is the same cars as, um, so there's it actually I guess the driver does make a complete difference, whereas uh, Formula One is the car which really makes the difference. Uh well, I say that, but the driver as well. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. yeah. Um, but I personally, I think, I think I'm going to enjoy it, and whether they continue it into the future, we'll obviously have to wait and see after Silverstone and see how it does. By um, I think I, I, I'm personally, yeah, I'm looking forward to it really. Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be something different. Maybe, maybe it's just because I, I, I'm, ne- I've never been a fan of change, but. It's just with Formula Two, it's been massive success. Like you said, you enjoyed it when when you had the sprint races or sprint pole, having like the faster drivers having to make their way through the grid. It's, that that that's what I would have liked to have seen from Formula One. Yes, they haven't they haven't made it made it any more difficult for the top teams uh, for the sprint race. They've just yeah, given it given it another race for them to take the points. Um, Hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully, hopefully that hopefully because it's sprint, it'll be like SLR Formula Two esque in the sprint, where everyone is just like almost every man for themselves, and it doesn't matter how many wheels is left on that car you just hit, just as long as you get finish finish at the top. Um, but yeah, like you said, we've just got to wait and see. I hope it's not too like crazy like that. I think. <laughs> I wouldn't compare it to uh, SLR Formula Two sprint races. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been in I haven't been in one for a while, but I can still remember the horror of some of them. They haven't changed. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, I saw Monza. Wait, was it Monza? Which was the one which was absolutely garbage recently? Was uh, it Monza um, or was uh, it Spa? Probably Singapore. Pro- <laughs> probably, <laughs> but probably all three of them. To be honest, probably every single one. But. Um... It would be, 
very cool to see. Yeah, like I'm not, like you said, and like I've said previously, I don't want to keep talking, saying the same words, but I think I'm just looking forward to seeing another race, really. Yeah. Um, obviously, if it goes badly, then I think they will scrap it straight away. Obviously, it happened in the past with the... Was it 2017 when they introduced that rule where if you don't set a better lap within a certain time limit, you go out? Was that... Oh, in qualifying. Was that 20... Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They did something at the start of 2016 where there's like the slowest driver at the end of every 30 seconds gets knocked out. Um, yeah. Which created a, a really boring last five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've got to experiment these things, haven't you? you? You've got to find out if it works or, yeah. or it doesn't. But I don't, I don't think there's anything more with actual qualifying. It's very exciting. Yeah, and I, I guess it's something to compare it to is we're going to go... Is, yeah. uh, you can compare it to, is, to cricket in the sense mm. that you can have the good old-fashioned test cricket, but T20 is just as popular now, and I think in some countries it's more popular, and especially for the younger generation it's more popular because they have a shorter game, so they don't have to sit and concentrate for the whole day. They can just... And, and I mean, a half-an-hour race on a Saturday should should just be great to just sit down and watch it, and, and you still have that specialness from qualifying on the Friday of like, oh, my yeah. God, who's going to be on pole for the for the sprint race? So I don't think he'll take anything away, I hope. And I think he'll still be just as good. Which um, Well, but the, the qualifying on the yeah. Friday, they're talking about doing it late, so a lot of people are going to miss out on watching it. You think about it? Cause, I, mean, true, I, I know they said they're going to make it as late as possible so people, so people can watch it, but... I mean... Well, unfortunately, Silverstone in the summer after 5 o'clock, I mean, it doesn't get dark till like 10 o'clock. But they're going to be the same in every single country. Um... So that's, that's, that's a bit of a worry. A bit of a worry. Um, but... Yeah, I yeah well, again, it's, it's going to be experimented. It's, it's going to be experimented, isn't it? So... Yeah. Yeah. I am surprised to see all the team principals say yes to it, to be honest. Yeah. I w- wouldn't have been surprised if half the team said no. Which is which is why I'm quite shocked with it with it going ahead. But yeah, I yeah. think I think it'll be great. Yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm I'm in a lobby. Right yeah, now. so say you've got the best log there. Yeah, I know Cosmic Cameron and Scott <laughs> Russell. I think yeah. Oh no, it's fine. I mean, it's gonna be terrible. I'm I'm on pad. I just thought you know the viewers might want to watch me te- being terrible on pad and listening rather than uh, going through the cars. <laughs> but well, it's fine. One for the team. I like it. Yeah, I am. T- I am taking one for the team. This is what I used to race with. I used to race before I joined SLR. I used to be a pad player, and then uh, up the pad. And then I joined S. I joined SLR, and I was like, you know what? I have a wheel. Why don't I just use the wheel? The I will never go back to pad. I don't know. I've got medium traction start. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, oh so so I'm a bit delayed. I'm going to start this. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to get Russell. I'm going to get Russell on the line. Oh my god, why is this William? Why is this? Oh crap. Oh, that I've just got past three people. Dive bomb, dive. Oh, oh dear. I've been taken out. Right, we'll go back. We'll go back to the topic of the stream because I've just been taken out. Um, well, there's not really much else to talk about with the uh, sprint qualifying, is there? I guess we've gone through most things with it. It's not the biggest topic in the world. Yeah, I think well, uh, it'd, be, all... sorry, it'd be interesting to talk about it once it's actually happened. Yeah, 100%. I think 
after the British Grand Prix, we should definitely definitely get back on and uh, talk about what we think about it now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Just, did you, did, I'm just did you seeing it like <laughs> Pretty horrendous, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. But that just happens. You know, it's Formula, Formula One open lobby. Can't expect to to get past turn one without being taken out. Oh god, Maggots and Beckett. Oh god. Nope, nope. No. I've got to try and keep up with uh, SR Russell so then I know I'd be in Div 3 if I was on pad. <laughs> but yeah, I know I know you have done a quiz. Is that is that is that correct? Sorry, a quiz. Have you yeah, have you got a quiz for today? I, th- I I'm pretty have sure indeed. you said that. I have indeed. Oh, I mean, get I could, in. I mean, I thought we've got to do the, the, the traditional quiz, which at the moment it seems like I am that man to answer the prayers. Um, I've got uh, any questions I've got to check. Obviously, it's just you could be answering these. be interested to see what answers you come out with. Some of them are easy, some of them are difficult, some of them are just questions. Uh, I've got seven for you. Yeah? Uh, Lovely. Um, uh, they're all in relation the, to... What, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, about this weekend, Autumn Mouth. Right, okay. I have to make it, cool. make it like that. Uh, of course, I named my quizzes. Mm-hmm. An anagram. So today's quiz quiz is called uh, Premier Dent John, which is an anagram for Grojon in the Merc. <laughs> and that's, that's the quiz one. name. Um, so the first one, you check. <laughs> 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 is um oh, oh. we saw uh, um Jimmy Reichen uh, retire from uh, lap one or two. Um, despite him being the most experienced driver in the grid, he did show um a bit of clumsiness in him. But my um, question to you, check is uh, uh how many starts? What what start? What what race start in his career was that? So for after Portimao, how many starts has he had in his Formula One career? How many? Oh my god! Trees, um, but obviously there's there's a different stat for race starts, which I think which I think is the crucial stat they count. Oh my god! I've just been absolutely wiped out. Uh, three hundred and twenty. Three twenty one. Three twenty one. I'm not far away. It's it's three hundred thirty two. Oh. But uh, I still think even with that guess, in the most experienced, so uh, I'll let you off on that one. I think, I think that's uh, a good Close. guess. Yeah, so I think it's a good guess considering the uh, race is done. Uh, um, next one I go to. Uh, oh, Lewis Hamilton won one race. Oh my god, some of them probably should drive him with. Um, <laughs> so Hamilton won the weekend again. Um, but what, what one of his career was that? How many how many races did he won in his check? I, mean, I don't know if you're the Avon Lewis Hamilton fan. Was that his 97th? Uh, yes, it was 97. So that was quite. Okay, so yeah. Quite, uh, either I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan. Yeah. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Um, oh, God, God, I swear. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that's how he warm up for GCSEs. Like, forget looking in original books, go on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, just chat, um, chat rubbish about the paper afterwards as well. <laughs> Loved it. After GCCs. It was great. Um, <laughs> right. 
uh, next one for you is um, like, we, like we discussed earlier, Max Verstappen um, sadly found out he lost his fastest lap. Um, obviously, he was getting interviewed by he was for the rest or something. Uh, but what corner was it that he exceeded to lose that fastest lap? Uh, it wasn't turn one or four. Is it turn fourteen? The last it was. Is it fourteen? It is fourteen. Oh yeah, get in! I'm, I'm on form today. You I'm are. On form today. You are. You are. Uh, this one. This this one. Um, I I had to chuck in there. Um. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, I I'll just ask ask the question. You can answer it. Who got driver of the day? Well, everyone seems to think it was Mazepin, but F1 said it was Perez. So, so I, I, I don't know if I can give a wrong or wrong answer for this, but the correct answer was actually Mazepin. Mazepin did win driver of the day, but they had to, wow. uh, for, for obvious reasons. I mean, for reasons we probably don't even have to discuss, um, he ended up giving it to Perez. Um, <laughs> which I must admit, when they first said Perez driver of the day, I was incredibly surprised. Um, for all we know, he might have only got like 3% of the bloody vote. Uh, <laughs> we, we never know how, how, how dominant Mazepin got driver of the day votes, but, but unfortunately, I think this is going to be a recurring thing during the season. Um, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it, it was officially given to Perez, but from what I've seen and heard, it was Mazepin. Um, I, I couldn't chuck a question about it being related to Alonso. Um, so, my question for you, Jack, is uh, with all Fernando Alonso, show a bit, of, a, a bit of his old self in the lap part of the race. We saw him um, overtake uh, Daniel Ricciardo McLaren, and to my absolute great pleasure, we get to see him overtake a Ferrari in Carlos Sainz. But what lap of the race did he overtake him in? Did he overtake Sainz? Yes. Because oh, he overtook signs quite late on. I think it was like, was it 63 or 62? 62. Um, it was actually 60. It was 60, wasn't it? It was 60. No, no. You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. I don't know. 61. No, you're going higher now. Oh, 59. <laughs> it's 57. I don't 57. know. 57. Oh, okay. But I was close. Yeah, I'm close to all of them. I'm not, I'm not doubting that. You are, you're on fire today. I've got two more for you. A bit sad to do with that one. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, keep, keep, keep them coming. Keep them fucking, keep them yeah, coming. I've got, I've got two, I've got two more for you. Um... We saw Lance Stroll do um, a ridiculous stint on the softs. Uh, <laughs> I think it was actually mentioned earlier on. I think I think you know where I'm going. There's how many laps did he do with them soft tires? <coughs> See, I don't was I don't know if it was forty or whether there was more. Oh, SLR also got driver of the day again. Um, <laughs> was it more? Oh, Russell went from the back to P3. What a drive! Hold well on, Russell. Um, was it for 40? I was going to say 40. It was. 
Ah, okay, cool. I would have been annoyed if it was like 42. Oh, casual. Or I was like, I oh, said... yeah, God, cool, yeah. Because yeah. obviously we said it earlier. And if, if I said like 42 and it was 40, I would have been like, I would have been a bit. <laughs> I would have been a bit, ugh. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Go on, well, I've got one more question for you, but I'll just quickly yeah, mention uh, Chelsea one? beat Real Madrid 2 0. Chelsea uh, in the final. Interested. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I don't want either of them to win, to be honest. But anyway, I do. I simply, I want City to win simply because of Aguero. That's it. Um, yeah, but I don't want City, Man City, the team to win. <laughs> anyway, well, unfortunately, anyway, unfortunately, you can have one of them. Last question. Last question. Um, so Daniel Ricardo finishing the points once again. Uh, he's a fantastic point scoring streak at the moment. But how many races on the bounce? Uh, which is obviously including last season. How many raises on the bounce mm-hmm. has he finished in the points? God. Um, so obviously three this year. <coughs> I don't know why I'm trying to count the races. I should just say a number, really. Um, what was after? It was probably before like Spa last season when the last time he. I'm gonna. <coughs> Go twelve. Oh, yeah, that's actually spot on. Is it? Yeah, that's actually spot on. Oh, get in. When, no, I when, when was when was the um when was the last race? Any idea when when the last race he didn't score points was? Oh, now he'll be interested. Before now, three. So it was nine <laughs> races at the end of last season. Let's have a look. Yeah, so I, it's probably gonna be something like. Silverstone, actually. 2020 calendar. Oh, yeah, probably when he spun, wasn't it? Hold on. Let's, let's have a look. Oh, uh, yeah, more than one, actually. Yeah, because he, he spun in the second race, I think. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It was... I don't think it was Monza. Hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. I think it was Silverstone, yeah. Or Spain, Silverstone, Spain. Damn, that is impressive. It is, especially in them. Um, they've been in, like a relatively midfield team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously your anagram was to do with Grosjean. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why don't we talk about uh, that? That for now. Why don't we just have a quick chat about yeah. about yeah. Toto Wolff? Um, well, I guess he didn't. He say in Bahrain that he wanted, uh, or Abu Dhabi that he wanted to host a test for him so he could drive. His last memory could be a championship winning <laughs> car. Did you, did you think back then that he would actually follow through on his promise? Um, yeah, I, th- I think they did. I think they did. I think um, <clears throat> I think Mercedes. As much as I think the, well, I don't like their dons and all of that, but they um, they they did like to set a good example to Formula One. And I think uh, mm-hmm. I think this is a I think this is a fantastic example. Giving you're not just giving him that that wish of a a fond farewell in a Formula One car, um, uh, but to to put him in the car of a championship winning car, which he never got the opportunity to drive in his career. I think it's just absolutely fantastic. I think it's I think I think it's it's a happy ending. You don't get many happy endings, um, and you you couldn't you couldn't end a career. In flame, literally. So I'm. It's. I. I think it's great to see, and absolutely fair play to Mercedes for doing that. 
Mm-hmm. I was I was quite shocked this morning when, when it came up. Um, I I know he said it about it, but I didn't think he would actually follow through on uh giving him a go. But it's just, it's just absolutely fantastic, really. No, yeah. Nothing really more else to say. I think it's just great to see that. I, I'm I'm sure he's gonna have the time of his life. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be re- it's really weird seeing him in that Merc. Oh my god. Yeah. So in the Merc outfit, and I mean, I I I don't want him to, but it would just be ironic if he put in the barriers. Oh. <laughs> and around and around Spain as well. Uh, Spain, France. France. Oh my god. France. Where the most runoff. I don't think. Oh, if he does, that's just horrible. <laughs> and is he's doing? Oh my god, I'm I'm P two. Uh, isn't he on pole? Uh, oh, god, I can't speak. Um, he's doing a test for them, isn't he? As well, isn't he? In the with the prototype tires, he's doing a full test day. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah. So he's doing he's doing um, the exi- exhibition where he's probably just going to drive around the track a few times, like what Alonso did in uh, Abu Dhabi, and then uh, the day after he's testing the new Pirelli tires, the eighteen inch wheels. Oh. So that that I mean he'll drive the championship winning car and then the team the car which is leading the championship this year as well. So that I'm sure he's gonna absolutely love that as well. Must be great. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I, I can imagine you'd be nervous getting into that car because it's kind of like when you fall off a bike. I mean they they say you've got to get back on it as soon as possible, otherwise you'll be scared to go back on it again. And he's not set in a Formula One car. Well, he, I think he's been in the cockpit. But he's not actually racing the Formula One car since the accident. So. I can imagine he'll be he'll be nervous, but it will be it will be worth it just to, to get that farewell he deserves. Oh dear, yeah, I agree. If you if you want to click on the stream, you can see me absolutely bin up a rouge, and I think that's going to be where where I end it. I <laughs> think. Oh god. I don't know how you do a rouge and stuff like that on pad. I don't even know how you do a fifty percent race on pad. God. Oh my I used, used I used I used I used to do um career mode and do twenty five percent, but they used to take me about an hour and a half because I used to have to flashback after every lap or something because I've hit the wall or spin or something. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, it's great, isn't it? Um, but yeah, do you have any uh, anything else you'd like? We you like to talk about or any uh more, any questions? Um no, I'm out of questions. Um, I've I've ended with a chuckle watching the monstrosity I witnessed on. Um, actually, did did the realistic thing even happen? No, they uh they cancelled it because it was too late. Ah, fair enough. Which is getting too late for people on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, uh, <coughs> I'm all good. I'm more. I'm, I'm all, I'm all done here, just looking. Oh, that's a nice rear of the Ferrari. Oh, look at that. Can't wait to get back in that beast on Friday. I can't wait to oh, finish baby. 15th. Oh, and, and try an ABS off this um, this week. An ABS off from now on. So watch different drivers. <laughs> watch out at turn one. I'm telling you now. My, my accidentally lock up. <laughs> I wonder if the stewards yeah, will give um, a bit of a doubt. I shouldn't lock up. I, I mean, I say that now. I'm definitely going to lock up. I'm touching some wood right now. Hold on. <laughs> um, but yeah, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been, it's been great. I know it's just us two, but I think it's been, uh, I think it's been a great podcast, really. I think 
it's been uh, really great talking about uh, how we feel F1's been this year and obviously our opinion on sprint qualifying. But that is where I'm going to end it for this week. Um, so thank you very much for listening if you're still here or if you've been listening uh, on Spotify. Uh, it's been checked this out and I've been joined by SLR Southerner. Uh, please do tune in to the weekend's races. I believe we have an F2 race around Russia, is that? Uh, oh, yes. Sure? Oh, yes. <clears throat> That'll be extremely entertaining. So please do uh, do tune in for that tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And then obviously for our F1 divisions on the weekend, we've got four four divisions, so please do tune in. And yeah, please follow our socials, Summit League Racing on Twitter, SLRF1. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And please do tune in to next week.